And we're back! Hello again. We just watched Batman 1989. Yes. Directed by Tim Burton, starring Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton, Kim Basinger. Basing, basic? Basinger? Basinger? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce words. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so let's talk about it. Okay. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Every single time I watch this movie, uh-huh. I get fooled into thinking that the very first part is a Batman origin story. Like, yeah, I mean, that's definitely the intention. Every single time. That's I fall for it. definitely what they're trying to do. I was like, wait a minute, he just called Bruce Jimmy. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, like, the-, the dad's name is Hank or something, and I'm like, that's not his name. But right. Every single time. I think I didn't get fooled this time. And actually, I wanted but. to talk about the origin story aspect. Okay. Because here's the thing. There is an origin story in this one. Yeah. I feel like it works really well. I think so. Like, it's necessary to the story. Also, it hadn't been done in a movie yet. Yeah, that's this what I was thinking. This is the first movie that... Because 60s Batman did not have that origin story. <laughs> right. That would be very out of tone. It would be real bad. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Yeah, that's what... So this is the original. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else was like you know what, it just wasn't dramatic enough to watch this child have his parents murdered in front no. of him. So we're going to do it 17 more times. Yeah. Thanks, I hate it. Yep. The new Batman with Robert Pattinson coming out? It's definitely going to have it. Like, it's, it's a trailer, thousand right? percent going to have it. It was in the Joker movie called Joker Why? that was acclaimed as like this artistic piece. Oh my gosh. In my opinion, it wasn't that great. But it had Batman's origin story in like, it. Everyone knows what happened. Like, we get you it. Did, you could. <laughs> That's a different movie for a different time. It's traumatic. Yeah. We know. Yeah. You can, like, refer to it. Yeah. But you don't have to show it again. And you can refer to it really subtly at this point in 2020 because everybody knows it. It's been done like 27 it's a joke times. now. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I had some thoughts about that. Um, I don't know, like, in the context of a larger universe, mm. how I feel about the Joker being the person who killed his parents, but this mm. is a pretty self-contained movie. Like, yeah. the Joker dies at the end. Yeah. So it's really self-contained, so I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, overall, like, in greater universe, I don't want it to be the Joker who did that. Yeah. It's more interesting if it's, like, just kind of someone. Yeah. And I know, like, he's run into Joe Chill in comics and stuff. Mm. But I prefer it when he does it and he never sees that person again. Right. <laughs> like, I think that's more compelling. Yeah, and it makes more sense for his whole, like... Yeah. Because he's going out getting vengeance on everyone. It's not like, oh, I'm going to get revenge on this one person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um... I had, I had thoughts starting in the credits. Um, I can't believe Danny El- Danny Elfman wrote the music of my childhood. Oh, okay. That was the other thing. We're listening to it, and I'm like, wait, I know this music. This is the animated series yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. They used they used it for the animated series um, uh, theme, right. which is iconic. Also, the Lego Batman video game, the first one, that's yes. the music that, like, is the yes. whole thing. Like, Delightful. even more, like, I think they use the same tracks. Like, I think they changed it a bit for the animated series. Yeah. To fit into that old time space. Right. But the like, video game, like, a video game, it's definitely just the, the right. soundtrack. But then, like, as soon as I noticed that, I was like, so then is this, is the animated series kind of sort of 
based on this world and I feel because listen Vicky Vale do we see her in a lot of other places I, I haven't read the comics I know you've read I a lot think, more than I have I think she is in comics I don't know if she was before that I'd have to look into it I'm not I haven't read a ton of 80s comics of Batman I wonder why because I don't well I do like being sad and crying just kidding <laughs> but I like wholesome Robins and not killing them anyway but yeah, definitely the animated series is based off of... I think this movie kind of recreated the Batman in popular culture in his second incarnation. Because, mm. like, you know, Batman had come into pop culture in the 30s, 40s. Right. And was something. But when he really became part of the mainstream culture mm-hmm. is Batman 66. When you have your first... Well, not your first, but, like, one of the more popular screen adaptations. Right. And that creates this campy Batman that kind of takes over for a while, like, in comics and everything. And then comics had already started to go darker again, obviously. But (laughs) this is 1989. The year after 1988. (laughs) I won't stop talking about Jason Todd dying, just be prepared. Yeah, no, she she will not. (laughs) Um, But this is when that gothic Batman really takes over the popular Mm -hmm. imagination. With this movie or with the comics at that point? With this movie. Because it becomes more accessible. Yeah, yeah, it had already been getting a little more gothic, dark and gritty. Right. Um, But this is really when that gothic, kind of timeless Batman, Mm. that Gotham City... You're not sure if this is the 40s, if this is the 80s, if this is right now. Yes. Um, it was unclear. Yeah. And then that transfers over into the animated series. Right. And really ingrains that bat narrative for a while. And then you get the Christopher Nolan <laughs> Batman movies. And that like is a like, hyper-realistic Batman, which is kind of the prevailing... I shouldn't... Ugh. Like, it's fine. No, they're like... Good they're movies. fine. It's just, that's not the kind of Batman I like. I really prefer either the campy Batman or the gothic Batman. Valid. But, um, yeah. Anyway, that's my thought on... <laughs> you, you, we were talking about the three Jokers, now we're going to talk about the three Batman. Okay. Um, I'm just going to throw out there, I hate the yellow font of the font of the front credits. Like, I hate the yellow, I hate the font. It's very 80s. And that's it's fair. 80s. It's 1989. Yes. I get it. There were a lot of moments where I was like, oh, yeah, 1989. (laughs) Like, his technology. (laughs) His computers in the Batcave. We didn't see the Batcave until pretty late in the movie. Yeah, no, we did not. And I think it's because it was very unimpressive. Well, yeah, and also, you know, they're saving it. Probably because they thought it was impressive. I don't know. (laughs) But also, like, I think it holds up better because... You know, 30 years later, it holds up better because they don't make a big deal of the technology. Yeah. Because it's not impressive. (laughs) And because it has that timeless aspect again. Like, the car that Alfred's driving him around in, that looks like it's from the 1940s or 50s. Yeah, it's an old-ass car. The The house, like, Wayne Manor has this weird, like, the, the wood paneling gives me a kind of 70s aesthetic. With the colors. Yeah, maybe they remodeled it in the 70s. Maybe. But then, like, the fridge was definitely from the 50s. Yeah. And obviously it's, you know, a historical manner. Yeah. It was just a weird... I was like, oh, this is a strange aesthetic, Wayne Manor. Yeah. I don't know what to do with this. And, I mean, Vicky Vale comments on that. She's yeah. like, this house isn't really you. And he's like, 
parts of it are. Yes. He meant the back cave. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. Maybe the armory room. Yes. Um, I really liked when they were having their awkward first date in Wayne Manor and they're sitting at the really long table and finally they give up and go into like the kitchen and they sit with Alfred and hang out. That's wholesome, and I feel like it really implies that Bruce, like, always eats dinner back there with Alfred all the time. No, he absolutely does. And that's wholesome. Because they're a family. But, like, here's my question. Okay. Who set them up in the dining room? Was that Alfred being like, oh, you gotta be fancy? Was that Bruce (laughs) being like, oh, I guess this is where people eat? Like, whose idea was this? It's a terrible idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. Maybe he's trying to be impressive. Maybe he thought that's what she was looking for. <sighs> yeah. I just, I question. It was questionable. Back to the credits. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could probably move past. Unless you have other thoughts. I had a couple other notes. Oh my gosh. All um, right. Mostly about actors and stuff. Go ahead. Um, Justice for Billy D. Williams, he was great as Harvey Dent, and they should have brought him back as Harvey Dent. Yeah. He in became, Batman Forever. He became, like, old, white, and grumpy real fast. Yeah, he became... Tommy Lee Tommy Jones. Tommy Lee Jones really fast. He 100% did. And, like, I think... Why? Billy Dee Williams would have been really interesting as Two-Face. Here's the thing. I counted, because I was curious. Yeah. So I'm like, how many people of color have names? It was him. It was Harvey Dent. Maybe one of the thugs. Someone yelled a name. Yeah. Mm, I don't... If so, it was, it was utterly in, forgettable. So, so in passing. Yeah. So yeah. that... One. So Billy D. Williams should have stayed uh, Harvey Dent, and I'm glad the Lego Batman movie brought him back as Two Face. Yes. That was good. good. The Lego Batman movie did everything right, convinced me otherwise. Also, like, I know his name is Billy D. Williams. But he's Lando. He's Lando. Yes. I have him in my notes, he's okay. written as Lando. Nice. Fun Jack Nicholson fact. Go ahead. He uh, co wrote and directed. The Monkeys film, um, after they made their TV show, they made the film Head, a really just psychedelic take on their whole universe, and it was directed by Jack Nicholson. So that's wild. Um, you should know that we will eventually be watching through The Monkeys. Yes. Because it's Alora. A, listen, it's a good show. It is. I mean, I enjoy it. it it's fair. The created by credit mm-hmm. is Bob Kane. Boots Bob Kane. Valid, yes. Because, uh... He worked very, because he co-created Batman back in the 30s with mm-hmm. Bill Finger, mm-hmm. and worked very hard to get Bill Finger's name erased Boo. from the creator credit for years, and he just recently got that credit back. I think Batman v Superman was the first movie mm. he got his creator credit on. That sucks. Yeah. That's rough. Bill Finger just, he just had a rough time. Did you notice that um, the drawing of the bat when they're making fun of that annoying reporter... It was signed Bob Kane. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that annoying reporter. Are we supposed to like him? Knox? I don't know. I don't like him. I don't don't like him at all. Knox is, he thinks this is a love triangle. It's It's not not at all. No means no. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I, no. Also, I'm really mad that he gets like a hero moment at the end. There is nothing that suggests that in his character. Yeah. Throughout the entire movie. Yeah. He's like, get in the car. I'm gonna go out with my baseball bat and for some reason, for some reason, I have a COVID mask in the back of my trunk because I've been time traveling since 2020 lately. (laughs) He's ready. (laughs) Um, but like, 
no, what, why? Nothing that we know about Knox would suggest that. He yeah. literally tells Vicky earlier, like, don't get personal, don't get involved. Yeah, he was personal from moment one with her. Oh, no, he was. But, I mean, like, he was like, don't get involved in the story. And then he goes and with a baseball bat? No. no. It should have been Vicky running in. Yeah. It 100% should have been Vicky. Yeah, Vicky really got, I wrote notes about her. She got the short end of the... She stick. Um, like a lot of times, like Lois Lane gets in Superman movies, not always. Sometimes I think Lois generally gets it better than this. Yeah, um, even like, in the Christopher Reeves movies, Lois yeah, is Lois, Lois is, is better than this Vicky Vale. Poor yeah, thing. like she has a lot of potential in this movie. She does to be an interesting and strong person. She does not and get, she to, just use doesn't it. get to use it. Because okay. like, and everybody's romantically interested in her. That's what I don't like. Like the Joker Everybody. is, Knox is, Bruce is. Everybody. Why? I know. Couldn't, like... And they had to use her as, like, the bait for Batman. It's the whole fridging thing. Like, <laughs> thankfully she lived. So she didn't technically get fridged, but kinda. Well, speaking of keeping track, I, there were roughly four women with names. Okay. There was Commissioner Gordon's wife, who we see once. Did She, she didn't have a name, did she? She was Mrs. Gordon. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Was it Barbara or Sarah, though? Just married twice. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, Becky, the news reporter who immediately dies. Oh yeah. Then there was. Uh, there was the two models that were dead already when they got names. Yes. I don't remember what their names were. Yeah. Okay. So there were like maybe five. There yeah. was. Uh, Joker's first girl. What was her name? I don't know. <laughs> but she had. She with, had. She one. did have a name, and she had like and three lines. Yes. So, yeah, no, this fails the Bechtel test so hard. Yeah. Like, there were <laughs> very few women named, and, like, two of them had lines, and they were not to each other. Yeah. And they were all pretty much about men. Yeah. So. Oh, another fun bit I noticed. Um, in It's actually a reference to this movie made in another animated DC movie. In the beginning, the two criminals that Batman first takes out Mm. Um, they're, one of them, the nervous one, is saying, oh, I'm nervous about being up here on this building after what happened to Johnny Gobbs. And Johnny Gobbs is also the name we hear um, in Gotham by Gaslight, Batman Gotham by Gaslight, the animated movie. Um, when you first meet the Robins, Tim's nervous about being out there because he heard what happened to Johnny Gobbs. Oh, interesting. And so they use that same name as a kickback to this movie, and I think that's fun. Okay, that is fun. I affirm. I had to look that up because I was like, wait, I think that's I think that's what they did in Gotham by Gaslight too. <laughs> um, I just want to mention, I feel like Tim Burton is very restrained here. Yeah. For being Tim Burton, like yeah. there's some really wonky camera angles. You see some curvy buildings in the end when they're driving to the Batcave. Uh huh. Like, not the end, but, but like towards to the, the end. end. Yeah. Um, those are very very Tim Burton trees. Yes. But overall, it it's not an acid trip. No. Which, from Tim Burton, is kind of what we've come to expect. Yeah. I'd take an acid trip Tim Burton Batman movie. I'd watch the heck out of that. I could see it. <laughs> I could see I'd it. Be down. Honestly, I wish Tim Burton had gotten the chance to do Robin. Because I feel like Tim Burton's Robin would have... Anybody, pretty much anybody's okay. Robin would have been better than what we're going to get. But we'll we're get not there later. yet. We're not there. We'll get there. I'm okay still. Oh, I had one. Yeah. Just about that stylized. I feel like this is almost two different movies. Because I think the moment, because it's very gothic, very restrained. Um, yes. Very aesthetic. 
Um, and interestingly, it's not from Batman's perspective at first. Like, the first mm-hmm. half, not quite half of the movie, yeah. you don't see him very much at all. True. It's from uh, Knox and Vicki Vale's perspective. Yeah. Uh, you see the Joker's plotline going on. Yeah. And I think that's because if you stick with Batman the whole time, it's either going to get dark and broody or it's going to get boring. Yeah. And that's that's the problem they had from the start with Batman is he didn't talk. Yeah. And so they're like, we need somebody who talks. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then in the middle, it kind of switches to, as soon as the Prince music starts for me, <laughs> we are in a zany, zany Batman <laughs> film. I almost like it better after that switch happens. But I don't know. I like... I, like I think the first, like, half hour or so, probably up until the Joker takes power Yeah. Um, in the under underground of yeah. Gotham, it's very expositional. Yeah. You know, it's very, it's, it was really funny to me. Like, they're not subtle about it. <laughs> like, you know, oh, and this guy's gonna double cross this guy. Like, yeah. he doesn't even wait till he leaves the room uh-huh. before he, like, makes a phone call, like, you're gonna kill this guy. I mean, yeah. he probably is supposed to have left the room, but it's like 10 seconds later. Yeah. The bad cop, like, turns one corner and is immediately talking to the crime lord. Like, uh-huh. it's not subtle. It's very exposition-y. It's very, like, ooh, this is what's going on, audience. Are you paying attention? Uh-huh. Have you noticed? Did you notice? Double-crossing is supposed to be a little bit more sneaky, but that's okay. So, like, I think... But comic books. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's not... I think it's necessary for to get to the meat of it. Yeah. But it's not that interesting. But I really like in between, like... Joker taking power and um, the Prince music. Like, I think I prefer that part. Okay. Like, when he starts to uh, destroy the city with his chemicals and everything? Yeah, and like, Vicky and And Bruce, Bruce and they're dating. And Vicky trying to figure out, like, who is this Why guy? did he just wake up from our lovely night together and just decide mm, time to hang upside down from a beam in my room? <laughs> also, like, I... I I was like, okay, does Bruce, is Bruce not good at relationships, or does Vicky not know the etiquette of a one-night stand? Because, like, it was not really an implied, like, oh, relationship's gonna start now. You know, they had one night, and then she was like, oh, let's do this and do this, and he was like, oh, no, I can't, and I'm like, babe, he's... He's yeah, just he's not interested. He's not interested in the relationship. Yeah. Like it's just a one night stand. I th- I actually had some thoughts about this Bruce Wayne. Okay. I think there needs to be like a quadrant chart mm-hmm. about uh different actors as Bruce Wayne and Batman. There's like good Bruce Wayne, bad Bruce Wayne, good Batman, bad Batman and everybody falls kind of. Yeah. I like him. I, I like, like him. Michael Keaton. I like him a lot as Bruce Wayne. It's I do a very too. different Bruce Wayne. He's kind of, he's really endearing. He's like, really, he's, yeah. He's awkward and not quite socially competent. But very confident but really, in that. Yeah. And, yeah. But like a kind person. No, I like him a yeah. lot. The one moment I did not like was when he pushed Vicky yeah, down no, and I was that, like, shut that up. That wasn't cool. That was not cool. And like, yeah. it and it the- didn't fit with the rest of his character exactly. either. It didn't seem like anything else yeah. he'd done. I mean, I think. That was probably, the directors were like, here, do this to show that you, like, you know, it's a passionate scene. And I'm like, "Mm, no, that's not cool. But in the 80s, that was very common. Yeah. We see that in a lot of movies in the 80s and 90s. It just didn't make sense with the character that Michael Keaton was doing. Yeah, no, I didn't like it at all. Yeah. In any way. Like, do not, 
push people and tell them to shut up. Yeah. No. But, anyway. But, yeah, other than that, like, he's a good guy. And it's pretty, pretty nuanced and, like, just yeah. the way he relates to people was interesting to me. Yeah. So then do you not like him as Batman? I didn't love him as Batman. He okay. seemed kind of stiff. You're just, like... Interesting. Okay. It's, like, it, it's... His Batman is Bruce Wayne putting on a costume and trying to be tough. To me. Which is okay. Okay. Like, just, like, I think it could have been, oh, he really comes alive when he's Batman. Yeah. Like, because he's awkward around people when he's just Bruce Wayne. He doesn't know how to interact with Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And then maybe you'd think he'd go into Batman mode and be like, now he's really himself. Right. But I feel like he's just awkward and stiff as Batman. I think part of it's the suit. The, the suit suits are never good in these movies. No. This is the best one. Yeah. And it's not good. No, yeah, it's not good. It's the good. neck. It's the neck. Like, the they neck can't is, move their heads. No. They've it's got a also, neck on. like, his uh, cape shenanigans work better than Adam <laughs> West's. <laughs> but, but do you it, love them as much? <laughs> it's still awkward. And also, like... Watching him then, like, the cape, you know, when he holds it up and is like, oh, I'm so scary. It's like, okay, fine. But then when he's, like, trying to just operate as Batman with that long-ass cape, not working at all. See, I still, I liked him as Batman because, you're right, the suit made him stiff. Yeah. But you know it's like, it's not like, oh, he's a different person. It's Bruce Wayne, kind of awkward Bruce Wayne in there. True. That's how I felt. That's fair. I did think he brought some, um subtle humor to the role yeah that's fair without being george clooney <laughs> that's <laughs> okay. or and adam west if we're going for a good example of humor in batman right well adam but west. adam west is a very different batman yeah. as well yeah but like this bat you know he he kept the darkness like i felt like they really showed him trying to use the scare factor with criminals yeah like, that's why he didn't want to be in the paper. That's why he did the cape thing. Yeah. Like, I could definitely see that. But then also he had moments where he kind of looks and he's like, oops, okay, that yeah. way. When he says to the Joker, excuse me. <laughs> did you ever dance with the devil in the film? Like, yes. He excuse me before that. It's delightful. I'm slain. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I liked him. Okay. Also, he didn't say terrible puns, which worked for Adam West. Yes. Not for George Clooney. Okay. We'll get there, though. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, I don't think Jack Nicholson could breathe properly in that prosthetic makeup that he had on. Like, he's breathing heavy the whole time. I felt kind of bad for him. Maybe he's like, kill off the Joker. I can't do another movie of this. (laughs) It could have been a choice. It could have been. Because, like, presumably having your face like that would mess with your breathing. breathing. Also, Jack Nicholson's Joker is terrifying. He is. He's, he's so scary. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Like, really good. Yeah. I was so impressed. Mm-hmm. That scene where the Joker's, like, kind of created, like, when that surgeon's working on his face, definitely <laughs> has, like, horror movie vibes. Yeah. And even, like, back to, like, universal horror in the 30s, just the way the lighting is. Yeah. And the, the, the doctor's accents. <laughs> okay, but also... Where does one find a backrooms doctor to do surgery on your face after you've been thrown into a pit of chemicals and is presumed dead? I don't know, but if anybody's going to, it's going to be somebody with the connections in the underworld that Jack Napier had. That's fair. Okay, also, this mayor, the mayor <gasps> of this town. Freaking useless. He would have He's a rally. A mayor. He would have a rally in the middle of coronavirus. Hmm. He's like, no, we're going to do this even though everybody's dying of coronavirus. 
years. Sounds like someone else I know. <laughs> also, when he has to go up and say, the festival has been indefinitely postponed, that hit too hard in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> that and the, like, the very conveniently colored gases. Yeah. Like, all that smoke. Since we're, what, this is day three of being able to have our windows yeah, open. Uh, yeah, we live in Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> I know, the, the smoke in the, the air. The wildfire smoke was, has been rough. The masks everybody's wearing. It's like, ooh, 2020. Like, oh. Too soon. Too soon, 1989. Okay, have you seen uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yes, but it's been a while. Okay. But yes. The parade that the Joker does is the dark, twisted version of the parade Ferris Bueller's in, where uh-uh. Twist and Shout is playing. <laughs> Valid. Also, was Prince there? I don't know. Because, like, you, they, thought, you thought you saw him for a second, Well, they, right? vaguely, they showed someone who looked like maybe they were singing, but it was really far away, so I was like, okay. maybe it's, like, someone pretending to be Prince. I don't know. I was just, I was unsure if the implication is that Prince was supposed to be there or not. Yeah, Because, like, if he was there, then, um... Then I think Batman killed him. <laughs> Prince, no! Well, because, like, he came in, you know, Batman comes in and, like, starts shooting into a square that he could not know was cleared out. Like, he had no yeah. way of knowing that. He has a pretty In an attempt to straight count. up murder a dude. Yeah, he kills people in this. Oh, no, he definitely does. But, like, he's. There is no one rule. He's shooting his, like, giant machine gun plane bullets. That guns. Yes. I don't know. No, those like, are guns. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Into what was just a very crowded area. Also, oh. he releases those balloons. <laughs> yeah, bad for the environment. Like, Batman caused global warming. Yeah. Also, that little snip-snip he has on the front of his plane is <laughs> the balloons. I saw that and I'm like, I'm glad the gadgets haven't gotten any less stupid and absurd <laughs> since the 60s. That makes me really happy inside. Well, what do you think they'd be called? The Bat Clippers. Bat Snip-Snip. <laughs> Good. Okay. Okay. Can we talk about the makeup thing? Yes. Holy cow. Yep. Okay, so this happened in 1989. Yes. And I did a quick Google, because I was just listening not too long ago to an episode of And That's Why We Drink. Mm-hmm. Great podcast. Y'all should check it out. Um, where they covered the Tylenol murders oh. in Chicago. So I was like, wait, when did, like, what's the timeline here? When did this happen? So the Tylenol murders happened in 1982. Yeah, I was just watching a um, timeline, 80s timeline and talked about that. Yeah, so here's the thing. Someone put drugs into packages of Tylenol and then put them back on the shelves. So people got them and were, like, dying because of this product that they'd buy. And there was a huge panic because, of course, everyone's freaking out because who knows, you know, it could be in anything. Right. And then... For this, where the Joker puts it in all the beauty products, I'm like, ah, too soon! Yeah. <laughs> like... I mean, like, it's seven years. Like, it's too soon. And for the people who are affected by that, it's definitely going to be too soon. Yes. But I'm just thinking about, like, events like 9-11 and how those impacted film. And yeah. how long it took for those to be yeah. able to be back in the... Yeah. I'm not... I just... I feel like it was a very, like... Pointed reference to that. Yes. Yes. No, for sure. Very pointed. And also freaking terrifying. Yeah. Like, you had no idea. No. Yeah, that's scary. Like, you wanted Batman to come figure that out for you. Yes. That was very nice of him. (laughs) It was so scary. And I love that we did get to see that other side of Batman where he's, like, doing the science-y jump and figuring out for the, you know, for public safety. Mm -hmm. Also, Batman says wear a mask. Batman does say wear a mask. Both kinds. <laughs> yes. 
Also, during that time, like, we see the uh, reporters without any makeup on, and it's like, ho ho, we get it, chortle, chortle. Um, but. Everybody else has makeup on, for sure. Vicky Vale, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Like, Vicky, what are you doing? This is a terrible idea. Yeah. And, like, maybe she's just using what she already had. I don't know. It's just, I'm like, yeah. mm, unrealistic. <laughs> um, okay. Alfred. Yes. Alfred wants grandchildren. Alfred does want grandchildren. Alfred wants them real bad. Like, holy cow. Also, not as bad, not as bad as Batman v Superman, Alfred. He is really insensitive bad. about wanting grandchildren. Yeah, no, that was after rough. After one of them has died. That was rough. But, like, he literally lets Vicky into the Batcave. Yeah. Like, no, you don't do that, Alfred. Yeah. Alfred, no! <laughs> do not let random blonde people into the Batcave. Yes. Also, I did not realize how much this movie is quoted, like, in popular culture. Yeah. Like, this town needs an enema. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wanna go nuts? Let's go nuts! Yeah. Which was a great scene, by yes. the way. That was Michael fun. Keaton being like... Amazing. I'm gonna just use this tiny little silver platter as a shield and take on the Joker. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Yes. And then in the Lego Batman movie in the very beginning when he puts on his Let's Get Nuts playlist. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. Also, I do want to say go Batman on um, the you weigh a little more than (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, yeah, no, obviously. (laughs) That always bothers me when, like, they show these, like normal sized women and they're like oh she's 90 pounds like no she's no, not that's impossible she would be very like she's like five six she would be very unhealthy if she yeah. was 90 pounds so it's i just like, really like enjoyed how it works for men because i know I men wear so. like carry fat differently than yeah. women so i don't know like if know. they're like they can be Maybe. way less and i don't know i don't know but so it was just very pleasing for him to be like yeah no yeah, <laughs> which is probably rude, but also it's really funny. So, uh, okay, the whole explosion, exploding the chemical factory. That's just. I know it was because they were like, "Ooh, this looks cool. It's 1989. We're gonna make things that look cool." That may kill not- a lot of people, though. He did. That's not how explosions work, yeah. though. Like, they kept being like, "Here's the Batmobile," and then they kept showing the outside, and like this part was exploded, and then. The next outside shot, that part was unexploded, and a different part was exploded. And I was like, guys, that's not, this is not how this works. Also, according to the logic of 2020's uh, Birds of of Prey, Mm -hmm. which is an amazing movie, probably DC's best movie in a really long time. Yes. uh, Amen. According to that logic, Batman blowing up the chemical plant means he's breaking up with the Joker. You're right. Also, it's called Axis Chemicals in this instead of Ace Chemicals. I feel like it's usually Ace Chemicals. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe You're that right. hadn't been installed. Maybe. Yet. Okay, and then I think we should talk about the ending. Okay. Because the ending is big and dramatic and honestly decent. Yeah. 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 First of all, Jack Nicholson, Joker, like, dancing with Vicky. Yeah. Don't like that. Nope, that was bad. Very effective. Don't yeah. like that. Ugh. There's a lot of creepy men yeah. in this movie. Like, there's just a lot of creepy man moments. Even Batman gets the one. Yeah. It just felt so out of character, though. Because, like, overall, no. he was pretty fine. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, but, like, Joker, the, the guy that Joker initially worked Killed, for, yeah. 
Knox. Knox, yeah, Knox. he's bad. Yeah. Also, I like Joker's theme music a lot. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. The whole, all the music was yeah. really good. Vicky 100% needs counseling. Yeah. <laughs> I did kind of like the, you made me, you made me. Like, yeah, that's funny. It was funny, but I also thought it, it felt very cathartic. Like, it all mm-hmm. came together at the end, and it was like, you know, Batman was like, you can't pin this on me, dude. You created me. Yeah. Which, again, like we were talking about earlier, kind of doesn't lend itself to a lot of Joker stories, but yeah. I think this one worked just as a contained story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, I mean, initially, the Joker in comics was supposed to die in his first appearance. <laughs> Jason wishes that he had. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but in 1940, actually, the interesting thing is, like, there's some tropes that are pretty ingrained in Joker's character here. Mm. Hijacking the media, which he does twice in this. Yes, also, his, he has a great communications person. I don't oh, know who yeah. it is, but, like, those commercials is. are good. Those are good. And he figured out how to, like, 1989, he, like, figured out how to, you know, <laughs> shove the screen over. Like, they were yeah, impressive. Great. They're really good. Anyway, yeah. continue. But in his first appearance, he hijacks, I think it's the radio. It might be television. I don't know. Like, that doesn't make sense quite, because televisions weren't super popular yet. Yeah. In 1940. So I think it was the radio. Uh, He hijacks the radio and then just announces who's going to die. He's really creepy in his first appearance. He's really creepy in most appearances. Not the Lego Batman movie. And not Batman 66, really. (laughs) No. Nobody's as creepy in that as Riddler. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, but yeah, so I just thought that was interesting to kind of pulling from that where he announces kind of his crimes over the main yeah. media and then dies at the end. Yeah. No, you're right. I thought, I think they did a really good job with Joker. Yeah. Also, like, obviously he's a bad guy. You should not be bad guys. But like, being a Joker henchman in this movie sound, looks a little bit fun. <laughs> being You get to dress up as a mime. You get to dress up, you get... To throw dance parties where you go and just, he, he like, draw just sh- on all the art. He might just shoot you in the head, though. Well, see, that's the downfall yeah. of being a henchman. Also, with the drawing on the art thing. I'm pretty sure there's an entire Batman 66 episode dedicated to him doing that. Oh, no, there is. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. There is. <laughs> Except Good. then it's like, oh, he's evil because it's modern. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Uh, also, was it implied that he was 15 when he killed Batman's parents? Was it? He said he was a kid. He said he was a kid, but then earlier, um, somebody was going over, like, his rap sheet, and they were, like, 15 years old, uh, aggravated armed assault or whatever, and Uh that's why he first went to jail as a teenager, and I don't know if that was the Waynes, but... Right. I mean, he looked older. Yeah. And he did look like Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Like, they picked a good, young Jack Nicholson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's interesting. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, also that helicopter thing? Yes. That's a steady-ass helicopter. Yeah. Because, like, here's the thing. Joker's hanging off the ladder. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we're going to raise up. Blah, it blah, blah. the gargoyle. Very, very... Yeah, and then it yanked the gargoyle off. And then the gargoyle fell and did not immediately yank the helicopter the down. Helicopter, yeah. And I'm just, I'm questioning the physics of that. <laughs> I don't know how helicopters work in Gotham. <laughs> don't question the physics of Batman. You'll only cry. <laughs> You're right. Okay. Two more thoughts. First of all. Why does Vicky not marry Batman? What? Well, because, like, we know going into the next few movies, Vicky and Batman don't stay together. He's mm. such a nice guy. He's super rich. Maybe she wanted, to, she realized 
She didn't actually want to be in a relationship. That's She just fair. wanted to travel the world. And Bruce is like, you know, I want kids. Like, I've always thought about adopting kids. And she's like, I don't really want kids. Okay, that's valid. I just... And it just didn't work out. They're like, I guess. It just... I was like, you're a decent couple. And, like, I don't really like Vicky Vale. But, I, like, I like I liked her in this movie. Yeah. I wish she'd had a better part. But yeah, like, I, I wish they'd her. give her more agency. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know, he's like a multi-billionaire, boo. (laughs) You have your own personal butler. Maybe he's like, okay, well, I'll sponsor you as you travel the world and do photography. It was uh, was a nice time. Enjoy your world travels. If you ever want to get together, call me. (laughs) If I'm not married to a super villain cat person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, uh, last comment. Okay. At the end, they unveil the bat signal. Yes. That is a freaking huge bat signal. Yes. It's so large. Yeah. My other very important question. Mm-hmm. Is that the one that you saw? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like the because I saw one, I was in a contest with DC Universe back in January. You can see her on DC Universe. <laughs> yes. As long as it lasts. Um, yes. It's probably what's till it, January. What's it under? You should plug it. Uh, it's DCU Unscripted. Yes. Check uh, it out. So watch that. Very I'm on cool. there. I'm actually one of the top three. So. Yes, she is. I'm the curly hair one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there was in the like f- studio that we were filming in, there was like a Batman costume, Wonder Woman costume, a Superman costume. And a giant And bat then a giant signal. bat signal. But it was like not in a case or anything. I feel like it would have been a case if it was the one from the movie. I don't know. But the I think the bat suit was from one of these movies. Right, because we figured out. Yeah. When you got back to the hotel that day, we figured out, like, we were like, okay, it's not this one, because it doesn't... I think it was one with the nipples. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunate. All right. Well, speaking but of iconic. nipples, <laughs> uh, we should move on. But first, let's rate it. We decided that this series is going to be rated on bat nipples. Yes. So out of five bat nipples, what do you get Is this five movie? bat nipples good or bad? Listen, don't, don't <laughs> ask questions. How many nipples do bats have? I don't know. But I learned a fun fact at Comic-Con one oh, time. Oh, no. That bats, ha- the bats, uh, baby bats, mm-hmm. hang on to adult bats' nipples when they fly around. Just like hold on to the front of the oh, bat. Oh, you told me this. Yeah, and uh, that 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 gave us some very horrifying implications about uh, Chris O'Donnell's Robin <laughs> and how he should be traveling in these movies and what those bat nipples are for. Ah! <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's a fun fact I learned at Comic Con. Uh, is it a fun? Okay, I miss Comic Con, everybody. I know soon. Hopefully. Um, Alright, so five bat nipples is good. Yes. I give it at least a four and a half. Half nipple. <laughs> Try not five. to think about it. Like, I think I'm going to give it a four. Okay. I'm taking off a full nipple for the kind of slow beginning. Yeah. For Michael Keaton pushing Vicky Vale. Yeah, that looked cool. Just because, no. And for, See, I'm a, cutting off half a, half a nipple for that. That seems like a bad punishment. Half a nipple gone. It's valid. And then just gratuitous violence against women in general yeah. and not enough diversity. That's fair. So, yeah. I'm giving it a four. Okay. I still think yeah, as a Batman a movie, movie, it was fun. Yeah. It was good. Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson both had great performances. Yeah. As far as live action Batman movies are, it's this is really one good. of the best. Yes. It's in the top three for me. Yeah. I think that's fair. 
Although I don't know, we haven't watched the other three yet. I do know. <laughs> I do know we have watched the other three. We're going to watch them again, though. Because <sighs> we, we like this? pain. <laughs> I'm trying to stall so that we don't have to. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be another episode for the next one. Yeah. Because this but is running We're going to watch them this afternoon. We're watching them all today, is the plan. Pray for our souls. So uh, we'll see you next time for Batman Returns. Save us. Thanks for listening to I Can't Believe I Watched the Whole Thing. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Watch the Whole Thing Pod, or you can find Alora's other work at Homeworld Zine on Instagram and Facebook. Our theme music is Crazy Balloons by John Bartman, and it has been edited to fit the time limits of our intro and outro sections. Thanks, and we'll see you again next time. Okay, so I got this uh, former film collection from Walmart, and it's still wrapped in plastic, so I'm going to open it. This is the ASMR segment. Thank you very much. I hope you're relaxed now. Do people like this?
we're just live in a society <laughs> do we 2020 <laughs> probably not welcome to i can't believe i watched the whole thing with shelby and delora where we watch the whole thing so you don't have to i mean unless you want to then go ahead okay hello hello and welcome welcome to i can't believe i watched the whole thing yes the show where we watch the whole thing and then have regrets and you can hear them (laughs) i'm already having regrets (laughs) Uh, my name's alora and i'm shelby and we are about to watch for our first inaugural episode all for uh, Batman films from the 1980s and 90s, the Tim Burton Schumacher films. I just, um, I already regret this so much. Batman, Batman Returns, mm. Batman Forever, and Batman and Robin. I think we're going to have a good time for about two hours, and then we're going to suffer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're not wrong. I'm excited. Um, probably a lot of the stuff we watch the whole thing of on the show will involve Batman. Not, like, all of it, but I feel like a good deal of it. Like, we'll probably watch Batman 66. I mean, I am wearing my Bat onesie. I'm wearing Batman pants. Yeah. We're Bat fans. And a DC comic shirt. Um, Because we're cool. I thought I would share some cool facts real quick. Batman Returns is rated PG-13 for dark, brooding violence. (laughs) Batman Forever is rated PG-13 for strong, stylized action... And Batman and Robin is rated PG-13 for strong, stylized action and some innuendos. <laughs> is that the bat nipples? Is that just innuendos? <laughs> just, those are just innuendos. Just bat nipples. So uh, we have watched these before, but we're going to watch them again all at once and see how that affects the experience. And our mental health. Yeah. It's already bad, so <laughs> how much worse can it get? Dog, can you not snoof in the microphone? Blantyre wants to be a part of this podcast. Yes, the dog is snoofing in the microphone, you know. Okay, mm-hmm. well, should we get started? Yes. All right, we're going to... See you after Batman. Yes. <laughs>